Welcome to Gospel Mission Church's message podcast. We pray that God will meet you in this time with a fresh revelation of His love for you and that you will be challenged to align with the amazing plans that God has waiting for you. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Well, I'd like to share a message that's really close to my heart um, because this has been such a big part of the journey that God has had us on um, as he's been kind of clarifying this role um, as campus pastor, um, he's just had us on a journey of growing in more courage. Um, that's been part of the preparation process for us. And so that's what I want to focus on this morning is, is more courage. How many of us can relate that we need more courage sometimes? Yeah, we need more courage, right? Um, how many of you know that you have an assignment on your life? You have a calling. Raise your hand if you know that you have a calling. God has things, yeah. You understand that. God has things that he wants to accomplish through you and through your life. And so you you understand that, right? And I I really think uh, this is more than just like, sometimes we think about the, the calling and the assignment that God has for us, and we think about it as just like the big picture thing. You know, we kind of stop there, like the calling, like to be, you know, whether that's um, a leader or a business owner or a dad or a, a husband or whatever it is, you know, we have this calling, right? But there's a lot of assignments underneath that calling as well, right? There's a lot of assignments underneath that big assignment. And so um, I really believe that we, courage is just so, so key to fulfill the assignment that God has for our life. It's so incredibly key because as you know, our assignment so often comes with challenges, right? How many can relate that our assignment comes with challenges, right? It comes with difficulties and it comes with an opportunity to fear, right? Our assignment comes with opportunities to fear. I really believe fear is one of the biggest roadblocks of fulfilling the assignment that God has for our life. Right? It can cripple us. It can just keep us from living out what God has for us. There's so many opportunities to fear, right? Maybe it's fear of lack where we, 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 we're afraid to not have enough, you know? And, and that takes us on this journey of providing for ourselves, and it kind of takes us on our own path and takes us off of the assignment God has for us. Or, or maybe it's fear of what others will think, You know, fear of man, right? I mean, I've felt this. I'm sure you have too. What are others going to think, you know? And we we might go on this whole journey of of just stressing and striving to look a certain way or or be perceived in a certain way. Or or maybe it's fear of man in the sense that we we just, we get caught in this, this, this whole like trying to please everyone around us and trying to make everyone else happy. Or maybe it's fear of missing out. You know, you, you've, you've got FOMO, right? And that's a real thing, fear of missing out. And, and we, we try to do everything with everybody because we're afraid that we're, we're gonna miss out. But it actually takes us on this path of, of, of losing focus and, and losing excellence in the plan God has for us because we're busy doing all these other things. Maybe it's fear of failure or, or fear of the unknown or, or whatever it might be that's, that's kind of, crippling us or preventing us from stepping out of our comfort zone or taking risks or being brave, being bold. The list could go on, right? Fear is such a big thing that can come in the way and that's why courage is so key. It's so essential to our, our assignment. And 
I'm not just talking about any kind of courage. I'm not just talking about a, a, a moment of adrenaline, right? Where it's just like this, this moment of adrenaline or, or something that we can muster up. I'm talking about a courage, a deep sense of brave and bold obedience despite the challenges we face. Brave and bold obedience despite the challenges that we face. That's what courage is. Courage, like a biblical kind of courage, is tackling the challenges of the assignment that's in front of us with boldness and bravery that comes from God. That's what I'm talking about. And if you're like me, sometimes that feels distant, that feels far away, right? Like braveness, boldness, like I need more. Like I feel so distant and far away from that. Sometimes, right? And it's like, maybe you're there too, where sometimes it's just like, man, like braveness and boldness just feels so not me right now, you know? And, and, and you feel shaky or, or even just inconsistent in your courage. And I want to encourage you this morning that God has more. God has more courage for us. I really believe that. If we look at his word we see him encourage and, and build courage into so many people. We see so many stories in the Bible, right? You can think of some, I'm sure, right? Daniel in the lion's den. What an amazing story of courage. Or, or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego going into the fire, you know? It's like, we believe God will save us, but even if he doesn't, it's fine, right? You know, like that courage. But there's so many stories of courage in the Bible, but one that stood out to me recently and, and kind of just, just caught me, um, kind of just impacted me really deeply was a story in 2 Chronicles. Anyone read 2 Chronicles recently? <laughs> it's, it's a great book, actually. Uh, maybe not the first one we think of when it's like, hey, let's do some, you know, let's get into the word, 2 Chronicles, right? But um, there's some good stuff, and this is, um, 2 Chronicles 20 was, was a chapter that just captivated me. Um, it's about a guy named Jehoshaphat. <laughs> what an awesome name, right? I, I think it would have been a great name for one of our boys, but my wife didn't go for it. Um, Jehoshaphat, I don't know, could work. Um, it's King Jehoshaphat. He's a king of Israel. And uh, we're going to read about a battle that he faced. And we're going to read a good chunk of this story here. So, Open your Bible if you, if you have your Bible with you, or you can follow along on the screen. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 1. After this, the armies of the Moabites, Ammonites, and some of the Meunites, not Mennonites, <laughs> almost sounds like that, doesn't it, um, declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came, so these three armies, okay? I don't want you to miss that. Three armies declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They're already at Hazazon Tamar. This was another name for En Gedi. Jehoshaphat, he was terrified by this news and he begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Awesome, right? Nationwide fasting and prayer. You know, what a great king. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. So he's standing in front of everyone, the whole nation, and he prayed, 
O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You're powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. O our God, did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? And he goes on praying like this for a few more verses. And then in verse 12, he ends his prayer like this. He says, O our God, won't you stop them? We're powerless against this mighty army. All three of these nations coming against us, they're way bigger than us. And we're powerless against this, against this mighty army that's about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we're looking to you for help. So they're calling out to God. We don't know what to do. We're looking to you for help. And as they're doing this, they've got all the men, the women, the children, they're all there. And as they're doing this, in the courtyard of the, of the Lord, in front of the temple, the spirit of the Lord comes on one guy. His name is Jehaziel, and I think I'm saying it right. Maybe not, but the spirit comes on Jehaziel, and, and he says in verse 15, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march out against them, and you'll find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jeruel. But you will not even need to fight. You take your positions and then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He's with you. O people of Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Beautiful, right? The Spirit of the Lord is speaking this to the nation and to King Jehoshaphat through this guy. And in his response, then the king Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. And then the Levites from the clans of Kohath and Korah stood to praise the Lord and the God, the God of Israel with a very loud shout. Then verse 20, early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. He's saying, put your trust in God. Put your trust in God. Then after consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. What an awesome day to be on the worship team, right? <laughs> Front lines, guys. You guys go ahead of the guys with the spears and the swords, and, and you guys lead the way with your songs. Um, intimidate them with your songs. No, I don't know. Um, this is what they sang. Beautiful. It says, give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. And then look at this. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. 
And the armies of Moab and Ammon, they turned against their allies from Mount Seir and killed every one of them. And after they had destroyed the army of Mount Seir, they, they began attacking each other. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. Not a single one. I love this story. And, and I, I look at like what an amazing story of courageous obedience that resulted in victory. Like the courage we see. You know, this, this king, he had an assignment. His assignment was to lead the people of Israel, to go into battle with them, to win victories with them for the Lord, right? This was his assignment, but now he's up against this challenge, which is three armies coming against him. Three against one. These armies are way bigger than him. And, and, and his first response is fear. But then look how he goes from being terrified to being full of bravery and bold courage. Did you see it, right? When he, when he, when he leads his men out into the battle, he's calling for them. He, he's filled with courage. And I believe he's calling these guys to trust in the Lord so that you can stand firm. And he's filled with his courage. And I think it's beautiful. And there's some things we can pull from this story that can help us as well in conquering fear and walking in courage. First, in order to grow in courage and walk in this brave obedience, we need to go to God first. We need to go to God first. Like when it all feels too big and too heavy, when it all feels like, like it's, it's too much for you and, and fear is taking over, and, and you don't know what to do, we need to be like King Jehoshaphat. And we need to go to God first. I, I love how he just, he turns to God. He looks to him for his guidance and his direction. He, he's, he gives, prayer is his first response, not his last resort, right? It, it's not something that he goes to when nothing else works, when he's consulted all of his, his army you know, generals, and it's like, can we take these guys? No, I don't think, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was, God, I need you. God, I desperately need you. And he turned to God first. Let prayer be your first response, not your last resort. Prayer is so powerful. I mean, I sometimes think if, if, if I fully understood how powerful prayer was, I, I would never stop praying, Right? If I fully understood that, I wanna, I wanna encourage us, prayer is powerful. Go to God first. And I know Pastor Claude talked about prayer a lot a few weeks ago, and it was, it, was, it was so good, right? Like prayer changes things. And one of the things that, that, that he shared was a quote from Edwin Harvey. A life without prayer is a life without power. It's true, right? And if I could just add to that, a life without prayer is a life without courage, right? The, the foundation of our courage is our relationship with God. Courage is found when we are found in him. When we go to him, when we, when we get close to him, when we get close to daddy God and we, we actually are close enough to hear his voice, we're actually close enough to, to, be, to be led and guided by him. And so the next time that, 
You feel fear and you need boldness and bravery in your life. Go to God first. Get close to God. Rest in your relationship with him and let him lead you, let him guide you. This is where courage is found. Second thought from this story about courage is remember that it's not your battle. (laughs) Remember that it's not your battle. Like it says at the end of verse 15, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Whatever the challenge is in front of you right now, maybe it's, maybe it's a relationship that's challenging you right now. Or maybe it's, you know, fear of stepping into the next thing that God has for you. Or, or maybe it's just overwhelmed by all that's on your plate right now and it feels like everything is on you. Everything depends on you. I want to tell you this morning, it's not your battle. Ultimately, it's not your battle. It's God's battle. If God is the one who gave you the assignment, then he's going to be the one that's going to bring your breakthrough. If God brought you to it, he'll bring you through it. We all know that one, right? Isn't that true, though? If he brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. And and of course, this is not me saying that, that we don't do anything and that God doesn't want our participation. That's not what I'm saying at all. We, we take our position, right? He asks these, these armies, he asks King Jehoshaphat, he says, Israel, king, go and take your position. March out against these armies. Faithfully take up your position. But remember that it's my battle and I'll do all the rest, right? And so we faithfully take up our position, We do everything that God calls us to do and then we fully trust God is gonna do all the rest. He's gonna do all the rest. He's gonna make a way. When there's breakthrough needed, he's gonna make a way. I really believe that courage is linked to our ability to trust God with the battle, to release it to him. Ultimately, God, this is yours. And I believe many of us We just need this simple reminder this morning, you can trust him. You can. He's able. You can let that stress and that anxiety, you can let that go. Right? God is able. It's his battle. He's with you. You're not alone. I love that part. You see it too, right? In in verse 17, he says it twice. Take your positions. He is with you. And he says it again Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Beautiful. The Lord is with you. Doesn't that fill you with courage? Doesn't that just fill you with courage? The Lord is with me. Thank you, God, that I don't have to carry this alone, right? Man, that is such a relief that I don't have to carry this alone. So I, in brave obedience... I take my position, I do everything God calls me to do, but I leave all the rest to him. I don't try to carry all the things that are God's to carry. We carry what we're called to carry and leave God to carry 
what he says he'll carry. This takes the, the, the pressure and the stress and the fear off, doesn't it? I really believe this frees us up to say yes in obedience to God's assignment for our life. That's what we want, right? As Christians, that's what we want. We want to be able to say yes to what he asks us to, not letting fear get in the way. And so this morning, what's your assignment? Maybe you haven't even thought about that. Maybe that's not clear to you. I invite you, ask God. What's your assignment? What's in front of you right now? What's he asking you to do this week? And what's the challenge or the opportunity for fear in that? Identify it, right? And then be encouraged. You have access to more courage. You do. You have access to more. God's tank is full even when ours is empty, right? Courage comes when we go to God first in prayer, when we get close in relationship to him so he can lead us. And when we remember it's his battle. We don't try to carry the things that we're not called to carry. We trust. We do what he calls us to, but we leave the rest to him, knowing he's with us, right? He'll make a way. Amen? Awesome. I'd ask you to stand as we close in prayer. Thanks for listening. If there's anything we can do to help you along in your journey, email prayer at gmchurch.ca. If you'd like to see what's coming up at Gospel Mission Church or learn more about us, visit gmchurch.ca.